I'm Richard Lloyd-Jones, and this is Thinking with Somebody Else's Head. We've all had the experience. You go to sleep concerned about something or other, a thorny problem at work, a creative block, a difficult communication you have to make, and you wake up in the morning with a way through. Showering or shaving or making coffee, the solution appears in a flash. The challenge is holding to that inspiration as the day unfolds. Doubts creep in, phone calls and emergencies arise, and what seemed clear and defined in the waking moments can pale or even disappear rather quickly in the maelstrom of modern life. Except this distancing from inspiration is not only from the pressing of text messages and Twitter updates. It speaks of a pathological force and counterforce habit we have. A tendency we have to take one step forward and two steps back, as the saying puts it. And this, despite Newton's premise of action-reaction, is not a true thing. We should be all action and continuation, moving forward and upward constantly. Removing the blocks to progress, today, on Thinking with Somebody Else's Head. We are, as always, streaming on the Stop Radio Network, available 24-7 on our site at stopradio.org. In iTunes radio stations, in the News Talk category, and on your smartphone through the nifty TuneIn app, available for free. I've been reading a fascinating book recently by the University of Exeter psychologist Michael Howe called Genius Explained. In a rather provocative way, Howe shows us that the path to greatness in a field is not replete with mysticism and miraculous gifts bestowed on a chosen few, but is a rather more pedestrian route of commitment, focus, arduous training, and uncommon drive. Something accessible to many, if not all of us, if only we have the right stuff of desire and willingness to eschew the urgings for a quote-unquote normal life. For example, Mozart, Howe estimates in the introduction to his book, had practiced uh, 3,500 hours by his sixth birthday. Yeah, with those numbers, it's pretty safe to say Mozart probably wasn't doing the 18th century equivalent of watching cartoons in his free time. And you know, you see this over and over in life. Edison persevering through 9,000 wrong light bulb attempts. Shizuka Arakawa falling on her butt 20,000 times on the way to Olympic figure skating gold. Writer Ben Fountain laboring hours a day for 18 years to become an overnight success. Recently, I watched a 2009 special of Eric Clapton playing Robert Johnson, and the same theme came up. For all his blues guitar mastery over the past five or six decades, Clapton said he needed day and night practice for over a week to attempt Johnson's level. That makes talent look a lot like work, doesn't it? So you know what fascinates me is the process of becoming talented, if that makes any sense. Those years and years of drills and scales and the hard slog of training that nobody sees when you nail that performance, and the hours of day and night practice you put in to stay at that level. What is that drive? How do we understand that better? And how do we maintain it? when disaster and corruption are all around, when temptation and leisure are everywhere, tantalizingly seductive as they beckon us away from focus and invite us to couch down and do what everybody else does. But as Ben Carson's mother says in the movie Gifted Hands about Ben's extraordinary life, the world is full of everybody else. 
And this is far more profound than it seems, for we've thousands of examples of extraordinary promise after years of sacrifice snuffed out in a short descent into wine or blow or fast living. Baker and Janus and Winehouse and on and on and on. So the other question to consider is, after taking those formidable steps through the door, after nurturing a talent into flower, how do we keep it flowering? What is this action and continuation that Brazilian psychoanalyst Norberto Kepi is talking about? Wouldn't you like to know more about that? Removing the blocks to progress when thinking with somebody else's head returns in a moment on the Stop Radio Network. to Thinking with Somebody Else's Head, Healing Through Consciousness, Analyzing the 1%, and The Conscious Company. This is the Stop Radio Network. Any area of endeavor, it's very much stopped by this concept of money, the importance of money. This is the biggest inversion in society. In the mid-1980s, Norberto Kepi wrote an extraordinary book that redefined economics and gave us hope. And I understand now that this book, Working Capital, is really the solution. It gives people enormous freedom to grow and to do even things more beautiful and better for the community and better for everybody. Working Capital is Norberto Kepi's provocative and prophetic view of how the economy has been usurped by the 1% who've tricked the people into a form of slavery. Now, we have the means to set ourselves free. We are free in economy to work, to do what is good, beautiful, and truthful for humanity, and not to feed the envy, the megalomania, the theomania of a few individuals or powerful people. Norberto Kepi's Work and Capital, available in the bookstore at stopna.org. Illness lies in our resistance to consciousness. Norberto Kepi. Disinverting the human being and society. This is the Stop Radio Network. This is Thinking With Somebody Else's Head on the Stop Radio Network. Claudia Bernhard Pacheco is back in the interviewee chair. Welcome back to our I'm lovely very happy to be here. It's nice in our studio, isn't it? It is nice. It is energizing. And you know something? What? Today I came to speak about something that I find very interesting. Then if you have it's something... It's an application that I was doing to psychopathology and to psychology from what Kepi has been studying in physics. Because, you know, Dr. Kepi is a, an amateur f- physicist. Amateur physicist, yes. Yeah. And not so amateur, but okay. Not Okay, a... but you know the big ones. Yeah. The big ones never studied. They don't have the course of physics. Yeah. Many of them, the best discoveries were done by those who were called amateur. So, he is perceiving that in energy and the motors and the movements and the galaxies and the natural movement and vibration of the beings, celestial beings, uh, natural beings, physical beings, and energy in itself, it's double. It has two directions. Two components, would we say? Two components and two directions. Okay. So it's a mistake that Newton did when he spoke about action and counteraction reaction. of energy. He talked about it, right? Like a reaction or counteraction. It's like it's like um it's like a similar thought about thesis and and antithesis. Antithesis. Hegel Hegel's proposal. Yeah, and Plato, dark and light. Mm-hmm. 
and yes and no. So this dialectic, which is the pseudo-dialectic, as Kepi calls it, mm-hmm. is causing a tremendous problem in, in, in the energetic level of the world, of the universe, and especially in the human level, because we do this a lot. So when we have an impulse, an energetic movement impulse, we have the tendency to do this counteraction or this reaction, like to stop, to say no to that action. And, and if this would be the case for the universe, the universe would be totally frozen. <laughs> Every time no there was an initiative, there would yeah. be a stop on that initiative. And we do this a lot. And this causes a tremendous um, destruction... Uh, pathology in our DNA. Yeah, we see this, I don't know uh, how, how I'm going to probably be pretty superficial with this, but you can see this in like, um, in politics, can't you? Somebody has an initiative and then the opposition party comes up with all of the reasons that can't work, all the exactly reasons. Exactly. So nothing that. goes forward. Exactly that. Devil's advocate too. this kind of idea. Exactly that. So that's a practical example. And how is that related to... So in yeah. Newton's theory, yeah. this is a, like a thesis of his, mm-hmm. that this is absolutely necessary and it is the basis of energy. Because he talked about inertia, didn't he? He talked about like everything was in inertia and you put a, you put a, a force on it to move it forward and immediately there's this counter force against which wants to stop it, friction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is, is kind, this, of, uh, kind of, a kind, a kind of, of, a kind of. I'm probably but he, he never considered uh, the, that the movement, the external movement, comes from the inner vibration of right. the objects and right. the beings. Right. The inner vibration causes the external movement. And if we apply this to human beings, this is a, this is a fantastic, Richard. <laughs> this is fantastic. Yeah. Because this is like... It's a kind of synonymous synonym mm-hmm. of inversion because we, when we have a, an attraction, we feel an attraction, a pulse, a pull towards something good, and everything that is by itself is good, immediately our pathological reaction is to put a hold on this, to mm. do this erroneous dialectic. So we take away the strength, the force that we can be of accomplishing things in life. And this, Richard, this you can see in any, in any movement that we do, in any reaction, in any place, in any, in everything you see this counter-reaction, pathological, this is not natural. Do you have an example that could help us to yeah. illustrate that? So, um, you feel a, like a drive to do something good, or a work, or, or something. A new radio program, yeah. a new it's something that you proposal. find so beautiful, so fantastic. Imagine if I do this. So you have this pull, this attraction. You feel this attraction, and you move yourself towards this. And then the ideas come, <laughs> especially when you find a difficulty. Yes. Oh, maybe... Maybe this not this will not work. This maybe this will not be good enough. Maybe I should do another thing. 
or maybe I'm I should not trust this. Yeah. Or with maybe a person. I don't have the capacity to do yeah, this. Yeah, a lot of things. Or if you do something, you are doing something, you don't continue. So now bringing this idea of continuation. Cappy says that the the energy of the universe, the natural one, has this action and continuation. Another force, which is, you could name it, um, in Portuguese we would say ação, uh, passiva e ativa. Ativa also, e passiva. Passive two, action and... Like act. two forces coming together to, to give continuation to that. You yes, know? It's like, it's like an intuition or a sense of something and then the actual work to make it happen in this sense. So like a motor. If you, if you run a motor, you cannot stop and then and then run, and then stop, and then run. You have to act and continue acting, and continue, 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 continue. And the more you act, the more energy you will have to do that. But if we put this inverted attitude of pulling back, so we stop and we destroy. And then pulling back and resisting and finding reasons we can't do something. So an idea, there is no good that ever lasts. This is an example. Mm -hmm. Nice guys finish last. Uh, a marriage and love that can't last, yeah. you have to change. Yeah. Nothing good lasts forever. Yeah, that's yeah. a good one. That's a good one. Things are too good around here. Something bad's going to happen. You have to move from houses, from countries, from work. Not because you need, but because you want, because you have this drive to stop. Stop yes. what you're doing. Not because it's a natural cycle then, because it's an imposed cycle. It's it's like an inverted, unconscious kind of thing that we 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 stop what we are doing. We don't continue to better perfection to uh, to make it more perfect, to make it more perfect, more and more and more and more. And this is very common in between generations. Children they don't want to continue what their parents were doing. For sure, they want to stop and do something different. Civilization the same. So everybody lost and buried. Everything that was done in the past, because you should change, you should stop and do something new. So if you see that something is not working, you have the tendency to leave aside and not work continually to make it more perfect. Because, and the, you, you know, this is a very modern sensibility, Claudia, because if you look at the, uh, my, my brother has been in his job for 420 years, been the same company for forever. And you see young people today, they're, they change jobs every two or three years. They change, sometimes change careers every two or three years. If they do this because they need to continue it and be more perfect, like uh, go up and up and up and better and better and better in what? They the good doing. that they are doing. So this is wonderful. But every time you stop and leave aside, you destroy the good that you have. Yes. You have to start all over again and you lose and you lose. It's what happens in our DNA is something similar because we cut that energy off. It's been cut and cut and cut and cut to a point mm. that it gets so short it can't grasp energy anymore. Mm -hmm. So we die. The cells die. So this physical thing that we do of having an initiative or an intuition and then blocking it, this is also something we do energetically inside us. With Absolutely our, with right. With our vibration. Because, you know, you see a forest with uh, vegetation, animals. In the material realm, they continue. A forest is like eternal. If you don't destroy it, it's like eternal. 
the small beings in it, they grow and they die, but they they everlast generating other beings. We humans, we have a spirit that should never, ever finish. We continue. And our bodies would be energetic and we would have eternal life if we just continue doing and trusting good and goodness. So God is an absolutely eternal, infinite continuation of totally pure action, love, goodness, without any stop, without any change. He's always eternally infinite. Dependable, reliable. Yeah. So if we think life is like this, we should continue and continue and continue. So you can trust. You can trust. The trust, the feeling of trust and hope, it comes together with this idea of continuation. You don't need to fear. Goodness will be always. So it's just a matter of not denying, not stopping. Like Jesus said, why do you doubt? Why did you doubt, Peter? And and those those who stop and look behind, they don't deserve my kingdom. Meaning, mm. they don't want my kingdom. Right. They deny it. Right. <laughs> so persist and persist in what is good. There's two thoughts that come to mind. Uh, first is a process that I observe happens in me, and I'm sure happens to many people who are listening. You wake up in the morning, oftentimes in the morning, with a, an inspiration for something, a new project or a new way of doing something. And then over the period of the morning, usually usually pretty quickly, the doubts start to come in. Well, wait a minute, it's going to be too difficult. Is that really possible? Is that really necessary? This is the kind of thing you're talking about, this um, initiative we have to go forward. And then this So I, in this area, we should, we should pay attention and distinguish. Yeah. When these ideas come because you want to stop what you're doing, do something different. Right. Always doing something different, starting all over again, another project and another project. Or if it would be something that would make your present life better and more perfect. Yeah, and your work more. Okay, so that's the first thing. Second thing, how do we know if this intuition is a good one? I think you just gave us the, 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 the key there. If it's something that would move forward our work, our initiative would move it forward in a good way, this would be something that would be useful and and beneficial. Absolutely. But something that deviates us, takes us away from that. And this doesn't mean we will be like uh, monotonous in what we do or stop. No, the the idea is is the opposite. It's non-stop. So if if we never stop in doing something good and beautiful... The tendency will be never stay where you are. It will enrich your life in such a degree, enlarge your connections, your actions, the fruits will be so big that very, very soon you will feel overwhelmed with the good that you will have in your life and in your work. You're talking about... Uh, in a way, a spiritual focus, and that here in this focus is where real accomplishment is, right? Because then it's building on what you've done before and not just doing a little bit in this area and then moving to another area, but really like penetrating an area, developing 
It's very, very interesting, this. I can give you another example. We could speak about Cappy Motor. (laughs) Okay, good. In Cappy Motor Company, Stop the Destruction of the World Association has its engineers that uh, apply Dr. Cappy's discoveries and under his guidance were able to develop a creation that Dr. Cappy did of the new physics with a totally new principle of grasping energy from space. So this is a totally new technology, a, a technology, a new technology for, for the new world. A new world is coming with this new philosophy, new science. So imagine, Richard, how many difficulties, how many obstacles, wrong concepts old structures that don't want to dismantle because they are uh, mounted on their profits, destructive ones. Fully instituted inside the system. Yes. Yes. So imagine how many obstacles our engineers and we in (laughs) STOP have been facing to explain what this new theory is, to make them understand the mistakes of the old physicists, to teach them that, that this works, this is this is not something that was the same as before. It's it's really different, but it's workable. It's even more simple, and it will have the power to heal nature, to stop destroying nature. So it will be best for all. It will be healthier. Mm-hmm. It will be health economically healthier. It will be environmentally healthier. And it will be healthier in all senses, and it will improve to create a new mentality, more disinverted. We will disinvert the mentality of the world with this. So imagine how many obstacles and and news and denials and and, uh, discredit we have been having to face. But luckily, we are having the chance now to see that persisting, is working, yeah. and we are now being able to sell our first product yes. in large quantities, which yes. is a ceiling fan, Be- starting from a ceiling fan, okay. which is incredibly more economic, more um, like easier to install, it's, it has more air, the flux of air is better, so everything is better in this product. So we are now starting something just out of our own persistent and effort. And little by little, people are opening the eyes that we didn't come to compete. We are not here to let down everybody that had a different kind of technology before. We know that the world is needing, we know the laws are changing, the countries are, are putting more strict laws for if, uh, energy efficiency. Mm-hmm. So now we can give them a new technology which is ready f- to apply in their company. So we want to integrate, to co- like to conciliate everything, mm-hmm. to, to cooperate with all companies in order to be able giving hands all over the planet to start a new world. Good. Let's come back and talk. Do you have a bit, bit more time? Do you have to go? Yes, I do. Okay. All right. So we're back in just a moment on Thinking With Somebody Else's Head on the Stop Radio Network. It kept you motor. And it's 
proposals for a disinverted technological world and subsequently physical world. Back in just a moment on the Stop Radio Network. Learn the truth about energy and matter. Dr. Kepi's revolutionary book, The New Physics, is available in the bookstore at HealingThroughConsciousness.com. The main characteristic of illness is lack of awareness. Norberto Kepi. Disinverting the human being and society. This is the Stop Radio Network. Since the beginning of all civilizations, they had always manifested an enormous interest and knowledge about the spiritual life and spiritual beings. It's a world of ancient wisdom that modern science has eliminated. The arising philosophy of positivism preferred to base science on material happenings. So, only what you can see and touch and feel is real. Now, spirituality is being put back into science. Imagine what would happen if people start considering this as a real thing. Not only as a religious thing, but also a real scientific thing. Imagine what would happen. Norberto Kepi's Universe of the Spirits, a scientific analysis, available in the bookstore at stopna.org. You're listening to Thinking with Somebody Else's Head on the Stop Radio Network. Our program is based on the science of analytical trilogy. If you're interested in learning more, you'll find information about books, TV shows, and any upcoming congresses or teleclasses on our site at healingthroughconsciousness.com. Now, back to Thinking with Somebody Else's Head with Richard Lloyd-Jones and Dr. Claudia Bernhardt-Pacheco on the Stop Radio Network. We are back. Richard Lloyd-Jones with Claudia Bernhardt-Pacheco on the Stop Radio Network, Thinking with Somebody Else's Head. And as we left, you were talking about, the uh, Claudia, the Kepi Motor. The, uh, Continuation The battle. <laughs> the battle. So we, we never giving up. Never giving up. Something good. And, and I've, been, I've observed this, of course. I've been here since the inception of this, and uh, uh, I've observed this spirit in Dr. Kepi, particularly mm-hmm. in Dr. Kepi. I think also in Cesar, the lead engineer, and, and in you, this um, faith somehow in goodness. Mm-hmm. Dr. Kepi has this so strongly that there is no doubt. This this question you talked about at the beginning of introducing doubt. Well, it's a good thing, but, but. I don't know if the world is ready. Let's yeah. wait. No, this doesn't exist. In If Dr. Kepi has that, he doesn't verbalize that. He doesn't show that. It seems that he's very solid in his belief that goodness has value, that something that's good, something that's correct has a value and eventually will, will only good has value. Yeah. <laughs> yes, right. Right? Right. And we are totally upside down. We take the energy from the good we have. And try to if deviate. If you have a good work, if you have a good companionship, if you have a a good house, if you have a good job, if you have a good something, a good car, you take the good of that object and you diminish the good of that. You don't, and by doing so, uh, and by doing so ungrateful in this sense, yes. you take away the chance to enjoy the good. You you diminish the good, and then you say that be it's enjoyed. because it wasn't good. <laughs> Isn't that interesting? You, you yeah. know, by introducing this doubt and these restrictions, you then say, "Oh well, it wasn't a wasn't a good idea anyway." Yes. Yeah. So this is the 
What you're talking about is so profound. We need to invest in goodness. Yeah, we have we no do. way out. So we need to persist, continue, continue like a motor, yeah. like a healthy motor, like the Kepi motor. Action and continuation, action and integration, and not action and counteraction. So action and continuation, action and interaction. In a way, I think you're opening the door for us to to have our ideals again. I was discussing this in one of my classes recently, how quick we are really to sell out our, you know, it's the old story of going to the crossroads and selling our soul to the devil, you know, to have some sort of recognition in this world. We're very quick to give up on our ideals. I feel this is a Canadian uh, sickness, Claudia. It's like Canada had a an orientation in one direction and then uh, realized, oh, that's not working. Let's just join the United States and that economic orientation just gave it all up if you can't beat them join them and i feel you're opening a door now for us to rescue those deeper values that imagine we have if the sun would give up in <laughs> <laughs> what every morning you have this sun coming up yeah. and then going yeah. down yeah. and continuing and yeah. continuing and continuing and for continuing centuries and doing and, centuries. and continuing so for thousands and millions of years, thanks God, it no, is this way. Really, really. If if anything or anyone could give up or change their mind, they say no. Yeah. Or God, if God would say no, now nah, the sun. I'm tired. Not, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe this would not be so good. Oh, continue. I slept in. I forgot to turn on this. Let's yeah. stop this. Let's not continue. I'm bored. So imagine. Yeah. So the pleasure, the sensation of fulfillment. Of that you can trust the continuation of goodness, beauty, and life. You can rely on this. You can, like, you can trust. So it's 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 a totally new form of living, and this way of living is what brings you so much energy for you to live forever, and this means forever infinitive like infinitely living in goodness because my god we will live forever anyhow and if we live forever denying stopping this is hell now let me talk a little bit about what learned i learned from the chinese why china is so big now so powerful yeah tell me about that because i've been observing because this too. one thing is that chinese learned to be obedient they were slaves, they were colonies from French, from England, from some uh, emperors. So they learned to be obedient. They have the Confucius philosophy and Buddha, Buddhist conf- philosophies, which is uh, not to be so linked to the senses, yeah. but more to the spirit yeah. and to energy. Yeah. So the Chinese medicine is so linked to these concepts of energy. Yang, Yang, they have this in their minds already. The, yes. ment- the, the importance of energy in, in your health and in your diseases too. So this block of energy, there are all this knowledge, this wisdom comes from them. And talking to them in practice now, because they are our industrial arm, presently, the Chinese, the Chinese company. Of the Kepi Motor, yes. And not because we have chosen them, 
they have chosen us. They're the only ones who will go forward. They're the only they, ones they who go, got they to give a continuation. Because the Western mentality is like this. But do you have uh, um, already a mathematic certification? Or the... do you? How do you know this? But how do you? How do you know yeah. this energy comes from space? How do you know? Or how does this work? How can you prove? And they see the measurements, and they know the motors are totally different and much more uh, economic and and nature friendly. Uh, but they they stay like thinking and thinking and thinking and they don't have industry anymore in the Western world. They, everything is like done in in Eastern yeah. countries, like in in China mostly, a little Korea. bit in India, Korea, Korea. So these countries are coming to us and asking for our. Um, Technology. They want to produce motors with our technology. Not because it needs to be proved, but because they see that it's more efficient. It's working. They want. <laughs> and the, the the difference of the laws in countries, now they are introducing strict laws. And industry will have to put up with these restrictions. So we need even to tell them, hello, very soon you will not be able to continue producing these motors anymore. They are killing everybody. They are killing, destroying the planet. Hello. So we are here. We have the solution. <laughs> One day or another, they have to wake up. So thanks God, the Chinese and the Korean are, and the Indian are waking up, and they are. We are launching a product already with them. And how do they do? It's not easy to start a new product. It takes sometimes ten years for a large company to launch a new product. Yeah. And they test and test and test. But the Chinese, they go faster because. They have this mentality. Do not stop. Do not doubt. Just continue. They keep doing and they have a project. So we will do this. We will accomplish. And you know, a, a time ago, I saw this spirit in, in the North Americans. Yeah. They had this spirit to, like, to have a goal and go for it. And if you find difficulties, don't stop. Go for that. So this I, I have learned with the Chinese. Obedience, this Obedience, spirit humbleness. Going, humility, going for it. This mentality that the energy is, is, is really important, saving energy and energy much more important than matter, and, and this continuation. So I see them not giving up. If they find, okay, so this is not working really, so the efficiency now with this kind of... Blades is not producing what we want, so let's continue. Let's correct it. We can do it. We can do it. So this is contagious. Even our engineers in Kepi Motor are benefiting from this, yeah. that the Chinese present. I, I feel the benefit, too. <laughs> I feel the benefit because of this It's spirit. contagious. Yes, yes. And, for instance, another example I see in Canada. I heard from a client this morning that he has a friend Yeah. That has cancer. Yes. The guy doesn't want to be operated. He yeah. doesn't want to be treated in surgery. Yes. The guy doesn't want that. And what he said is that in Canada there is a law that if you, if the doctors uh, prescribe a surgery for you and if you deny, they sue you and they have a, a, a court order to force you, force you to be... In surgery. Incredible. My God. Incredible. What a dictatorship. What no, no is kidding. this? What is this? What I did not know is that. this? I didn't know that. So this is taking away all the freedom 
yes. a person can have. Yes. My God, yes. Canada, which is called a, a, a developed country. Yes. What mentality is this? Dictatorship in all senses. Yeah, totally dictatorship. My God. So I got, oh my God. So even in Brazil, the insurance companies are being worried because they don't want to pay so many surgeries the doctors want to do. And it, it's expensive. Yeah. And they... Um, that those intensive care units, they are very expensive. So they are now starting to write articles, I guess, in the United States is the same, that individuals should have the freedom to die with dignity, naturally, because nobody dies anymore, no, like naturally. Yeah, they right. die in hospitals and yeah. in, in, in doctors' hands yeah. normally. So and and always introducing um, therapies, interventions that are even more destructive, painful, and bring a lot of suffering and pain unnecessarily to the, to human beings. You know, you talked about uh, Canada in this sense, the dictatorship. It's like the dictatorship of the status quo. Uh, it's a subtle di dictatorship. It's not a dictatorship that's um, Impose necessarily, obviously, it's more subtle than what you're talking about. But it's like a dictatorship. You have to think this way. You have to act this way. If you don't, you're considered a terrorist, or you're considered a renegade, or you're considered a bad citizen, or you're considered the the dictatorship is is complete. It's complete. It's not. Uh, it's not like a dictator speaking like Hitler, but it's a dictatorship nonetheless. And we don't perceive this in the first world at all. We have so many so natural sad. healings. We have so many people that live with a cancer inside of them, not even knowing they have a cancer because the cancer many times they don't they don't kill or they can um, spontaneous remissions. Yeah. So uh, you take away the right of that person to be alive and to heal herself or himself. Um, by doing that, Incredible. and having, if you need, and if you, if you, if you don't heal, if you, if you have to die, you die with dignity. If you don't want to die, having those cocktails yeah. of yeah, drugs, machines, that, and machines and that deform you totally and cause you tremendous discomfort and pain. Radiation therapy, my which God, burns your my body. God. So I, I felt so sorry for this client. No kidding. No kidding. In Canada. Imagine, people must run away from Canada if they get sick. Yeah. And if they don't want to get surgical yeah. procedures. Yeah, what a state of affairs that is. Huh? The medical mafia, as it's been called by some doctors who refuse to play the game and who suffer for daring to challenge the brotherhood. Something amply solved in Kepi's medicine of the soul, by the way. Kepi's scientific proposals are desperately needed in the world today, so... Let's wake up and demand they be considered in the academic halls of power. That is our program for this week. The program is Thinking with Somebody Else's Head. We're streaming on the Stop Radio Network, a proud production of the International Society of Analytical Trilogy. I'm Richard Lloyd-Jones. Talk to you next time. Some governments already admit that life on Earth will be extinct in a few years. This is not a certainty. The human being does destroy himself and destroy the world in which he lives, this is called inversion, and so far, it is unconscious. But if we wake up now, there is still time to save life on Earth. Those who ignore this and do nothing to stop the destruction of the world are helping to destroy it. A message from the Stop the Destruction of the World Association.
www.stop.org.br. Tuesday in New York, and Gwen's headache is now five days old. <laughs> Wednesday in London, and Ronald's left the hospital for the streets again. It's Thursday in Mogadishu, and angry students are protesting against corruption. Whether the illness is physical, psychological, or social, Herberto Kepi's The Origin of Illness is a book that gets to the bottom of it and offers a solution. Herberto Kepi's landmark book, The Origin of Illness, available now on Amazon. Essential listening for activists, leaders of the 99%, and change agents worldwide. This is the Stop Radio Network. The main characteristic of illness is lack of awareness. Norberto Kepi. Disinverting the human being and society. This is the Stop Radio Network.